Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, Football Fridays with Joey Harrington winding down. Soon to be story time. Here is our man, former Lions quarterback, his Lions, with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. We talked about that last week. Uh, how are you? you okay? wait, 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 hold on. We, we talked about the Super Bowl, or we talked about his lines. Your lines. I don't because so. Okay, let's let's go ahead and like <laughs> walk address that this back. thing head on. No, no, no. We don't need to walk it back. Huh, like, okay, but like, I am happy for the Lions. Mm-hmm. I am very happy for the city of Detroit. They deserve it. They they need it. You know, but. Um, I would, I would very, I would be very hesitant to say they were my lions. Um, I'm just being me. I'm sorry. I know you're just for dramatic effect. Yeah, it's a complicated uh, I, relationship, you and the lions. I, I get it. The, you, you know what stuck out to me last week when we talked about this? For those that weren't here last week, and you, you were very good about and very honest. I thought about your feelings about that city and, and the lions was when you said when you came back to play in Detroit after having left. They mocked you by showing you playing the piano <laughs> on, on the big screen. That that says all you need to know about Detroit, right there. Well, the the the, the irony is like the me playing the piano was such a horrible, like terrible thing. Yes. Meanwhile, like they celebrate Motown. It's like <laughs> yeah. music, and it's like wait, wait a minute, like. So I I don't apparently like if you're a quarterback you aren't supposed to do other things but um, no it, it was yeah it is a complicated relationship because and any anytime you give literally a hundred percent of yourself to a place a team an organization and it doesn't work out you know it, it it's frustrating. Um, I, I think when you couple that with the history of Detroit, of, of which I truly had no knowledge of, of how bad it was, um, which you couple that with um, my naive, for lack of a better word, yeah, approach to to coming into the NFL. 
um, you know, combined with, you know, <laughs> the death threats on voicemail, you know, like it, it just like everything kind of came to a head to a point where it was like, all right, well, this is toxic and we're done. Um, and, and yeah, for a while I was, I was bitter. I was, I was really bitter because, um, cause I gave everything right. Um, but I, I think, you know, it's one of those things where time heals wounds, right? Um, you know, you, you have the perspective to the life experience now to say, you know what, it's okay to say I, I failed. Like, it's okay to say I gave it everything that I had and I failed. That doesn't make you bad. That doesn't make you any different. You know, it just means that it, it didn't work out. And I can still be happy for that city that did they handle things the right way? No. But in the same way that I didn't always handle things the right way, like, they wanted a winner. And, and now they got one. Well, um, I, and, that's, I, and that's cool. It is cool. It's fun. Although I'm a little, uh, I don't know. It's kind of confusing to me because, you know, I think we all like Dan Campbell. That's, that's, that's one element of them that anybody, anybody who doesn't like their kneecaps does. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think, you know, blue collar is everywhere. Like I just don't, I don't know if I buy the, Oh, it's, you know, the blue collar city. And we, that's, we just relate to blue collar is everywhere. Go to rural Oregon, you know, anywhere. And, and so I just, I, I'm kind of a little, maybe it's just the lovable loser thing with the Lions. They've just lost for so long that we're pulling for them. But I, I am not necessarily as gung ho about them and rooting for them as everyone else is, but maybe that's just me. it's so funny because I, I texted a couple friends who were uh, that were in Detroit with me, um, you know, who just happened, you know, people that I'd met in Oregon and um, had just happened to be living there. And, and we were, you know, still our friends, but we were in the town at the same time. And I was texting with them and their responses were very similar. Like in, in that they still are the, not rooting for the Lions. Like they still have that, like, you know, I was about to say something that I probably couldn't have been on air, but like, um, <laughs> they, yeah, they have very similar feelings as you in that it's like, that's, that's garbage. Like, I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. Um, it's weird. So yeah, yeah everybody to each their own. That's right? right. That's right. But that leads us into something that I did want to bring up today. And it's funny you, you mentioned, you know, uh, just sort of, it didn't work out. Well, it's not all your fault. Okay. So it's like, it's, I look at Jared Goff and I, and he's a hero there, but he's a hero. And look, he's he's playing well. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's a hero there because they have a damn good team, and they and they and they finally found a good coach, right? So he is, in many ways, he's he's obviously a big part of that team, Goff. But he's he's benefited from the winning, and now they they laud him as this big hero. Whereas if you were with them and they were winning, you would be the hero. And if he were in your shoes back when you were there and the team sucked he would probably suck and then he would get run out of town, right? It's like, that's what I wanted to talk about with you today is just this idea, and and we did this with Josh Allen last week, you know, that's a quarterback that can't get over the hump. It must drive you crazy when we debate quarterbacks and we talk about legacies like yours or Goff or Allen or whoever, because it's we boil it down to that one position when the reality is there's so many other factors. That's got to drive you insane. Yes, ish. 
sure. Like you can, it's a team game. I mean, let's, that's, that is a very true statement. And the fact that, you know, Panay Sewell is, is going to be arguably the greatest offensive lineman to ever play in Detroit, you know, that he's got him in front of him. You know, the, you know, Jameer Gibbs and the rookie of the year, the, the one, two punch of Montgomery and Amon Ross St. Brown, like, sure. Like Laporta become, you know, as a rookie, having the impact that he, that he has Dan Campbell, like, sure. They, they caught lightning in a bottle. They got a great team. But how many times has have you seen, and whether it's you know let, let's let's use let's use the Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes comparison simply because it's it's top of mind. How many times have you seen the Josh Allen, the guy who puts up stats, the guy who takes his team you know to a certain level, get to that point and come up short? Mm-hmm. versus and and conversely I should say how many teams have we seen the how many times have we seen the Patrick Mahomes or the Tom Brady or the Joe Montana or the whoever John Elway name the person seemingly will their mm-hmm. team to a win even when it looks like they were going to lose so yes is it a team game sure but at a certain point, the great ones have a way of, I won't say single-handedly, you know, pushing their team over the top, but, but how, to put, how else to put my finger on it, right? You know, what was the difference between me and Eugene versus me and anywhere else in the NFL, right? Like I had a way of, and it wasn't always, you know, I had a way of in the second half, fourth quarter, like literally grabbing people by the face mask and saying, get on board, we're going. And then, because I wasn't a huge statistical guy. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, you know, and and that was never my, my strong suit. So there is a certain, and, and, Look, I will be the first to say that I benefited like crazy from Mo Morris and Ontario Smith and Justin Peel. But there is something, just an intangible thing about a quarterback who can do that. And, and that's the thing. Like, and So that, that's one side of things. Okay. The other thing, too, is, is we talk about Jared Goff. And I, and I don't think that he has truly gotten the credit that he has deserved. You know, similarly to you will put somebody on a pedestal and say, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the history of the world because he continues to win. Well, sure. There are also guys where you'll say, oh, man, he's just stats. And, you know, God, he can't actually get it done. You know, he's benefiting from everybody else around him. If I'm not mistaken, Jared Goff is over the last, since he's been traded to Detroit, let's say that, what, top three in passing yards, touchdown to interception ratio, QBR, you know, rating. I mean, pick, pick your metric. He's been at the top. He's, he's, he's literally been in that statistical discussion of, or the statistical realm of the Josh Allen and the Mahomes, but nobody's given him the credit. Why? I, I don't know. I mean, he, he helped. He, he's been in a Super Bowl before. Yeah. Right. Jared Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl. 
oh well he you know he just benefited from having everybody else around him, even from Aaron Donald well, at a certain point the guy's got to get some credit too so I think it it goes it goes both ways right. in that yes the quarterback can get too much credit and a quarterback can also be really special in in motivating and and bringing a team together and conversely a quarterback can get not enough credit in a situation where you know what he's been pretty damn good for a long time no it's definitely true Goff, he was labeled you know i mean i think a lot of people we like to do this with quarterbacks we put them in a box and we put it on the shelf and we don't revisit it whereas with most of them you know that changes. It's it's always shifting and evolving, and he's he's a great example of that. Now, okay, we have to break. You 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 gave me so much to chew on there. I think I have an answer. You you asked what was the difference what? between Joey Harrington at Oregon and Joey Harrington with the Lions, right? At, at Oregon, you had that magic. At, in Detroit, you did not. I have, I think, an the answer. Answer to that. I think I have an answer. And I'm going to run Where it by were you. you 20 years ago? <laughs> well, it, it goes to my point of, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you next. Are you, uh, you're, you're probably waiting with bated breath. So I was going to say that that is an incredible tease for yes. the next segment. That's yeah. what we call it in the industry, a tease. I love, I love it. We'll be right back with Joey Harrington, courtesy of Mods PDX. The future of building is here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington, and uh, we're talking about quarterbacks and getting labeled and too much credit and, you know, sort of singular storylines with quarterbacks when there's so much more to it 
than just that position. And you said, last segment, you said, what is the difference between Joey Harrington at Oregon who had that magic? You, you, you could summon it. You could drive your team down and win a game like a Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes do in the NFL. And then in Detroit, it wasn't there. Two words to answer that. This is just what I think. The difference uh, between yeah, I've got two words. The difference between Joey at Oregon, Joey in Detroit. Confidence is the first word, and the second yeah. word is support. And this is kind of my whole point of the Brady and Mahomes. Brady and Mahomes are special. They're just they're superstar. They're another level north of the Matt Stafford or uh, Josh Allen or Jared Goff, but also. On the support element of it, they've all three. You had Montana. Yeah, all three of those greats have had elite Hall of Fame coaches too, right? So, I just don't think it's as simple as you know a guy can just will his team to a win at the quarterback position. I think there's much more to it. What do you think? What do you think of my answer? I think that. At a basic level, you're right. Ah. You know, the, the difference. Ah, there you go. And, and now the segment's over. Goodbye. See Thank ya. you. Coming up next on the, <laughs> Talk up to next next week. On the, uh, the club. Yeah. Um, confidence is the biggest factor in all that. And we've talked about it before. Like, like there is, I was not the, I mean, I was a shell of myself my last year in Detroit as I, you know, compared to my senior year in college. And I think that comes from support, right? Support of your teammates in situations where you're not playing your best. Support of coaches, organization, to put you in situations in which you can play your best, right? There was this, and it's and it's very it's cyclical, right? So I didn't step in I didn't step onto the field in in Eugene, well I guess in Tempe, Arizona. And no not Tempe, excuse me, Tucson. Um and I didn't step on as the most confident supported person in the you know, in, in Eugene. I stepped in as a sophomore coming in at halftime at a, in a game we were down a couple of touchdowns. Right. And so I came back, you know, helped bring the team back and we won in overtime and then same thing, get put in against Arizona state the next week at, at Autzen, we go down 50 seconds and, you know, Marshawn Tucker in the front corner of the end zone. Now all of a sudden I've got that confidence, right. Mm-hmm. And I've got the confidence so that the following week and eh, maybe a couple of weeks later against Cal, when I played like, you know, dog turd in the first half, my teammates around me knew, okay, if we can just get to this point, or maybe, you know, maybe they knew, maybe they didn't, maybe I'm just making up a narrative, but they carried it, right? The defense said, oh, offense, you're struggling, you know, uh, we're, we got your back. And so they carried us to the point where we were close in the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden I had the confidence again, right? Ah, oh, I'm just going to go do it, right? It's this really interesting situation where if you're a quarterback and you have demonstrated that special ability, 
people around you in the in the moments when you're not on top of the world, they they got your back. Mm-hmm. Like they play, it, it it raises the level of play of everybody else around you when they believe that their quarterback has the single handed ability to change the game. Right? Oh, if I can just get him, I can't tell you how many times I was playing like. Again, use another fecal adjective, and the defense, you know, Don Pelham or Rashad Bowman comes up to me, we got your back, we're going to get you the ball, you know, just, you know, hey, we're going to get it to you, we're going to get it to you, because what they were saying to me is, hey, I I know that if I can just keep this in striking distance, I'm going to give you the ball at the end of the fourth quarter, then we win, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's this really interesting chicken or the egg. Like, does the support of your coaches and teammates breed confidence? And consequently, confidence makes you play better. And then you make these spectacular plays at the end of the game, which then breed confidence in your teammates so that they support you in those times when you're not playing well. Like, it's this really cyclical thing that I don't know, other than just like going out and, and, and chucking it and seeing where the chips fall. I don't know how you necessarily start that. Hmm. Right? Where yeah. does that... That, and that's the thing is, is what's the difference between me at Oregon and me in, in Detroit? Hey, I, I, I chucked it just the same, you know, at least for the first couple of years, but it didn't work out. And so there wasn't that confidence. And so without that confidence and because it didn't work out, then there wasn't that support. And when I didn't have that support and the got right. people around me, didn't raise their level of play in the times when I was playing poorly, then I wasn't put in a situation in the fourth quarter to have those moments, which then, then bring more confidence in myself and more support from my teammates. Right. <laughs> and so, but it's, it, and I wish, I wish that somebody could figure out what, like how it all works other than sometimes, you know, in which well, you, you just kind of, I don't know. That I'm, goes, I, I'm rambling now. Well, I, I know what you're saying, but that goes back to, you know, sort of my my point about the elite quarterbacks all have elite coaches in common. In other words, that support can't be there unless you have that environment fostered by the coaches and players, or that support can't be there unless you have um, Bill Belichick. Or Andy Reid. I mean, is Patrick Mahomes the Patrick Mahomes we know if he is not paired with Andy Reid? Is Tom Bra- Tom Brady's a better example? Sixth round pick. You know, he gets Bledsoe gets hurt. He gets thrown in. He becomes the greatest quarterback of all time. Is he? If that situation doesn't arise, you know, sometimes it's just circumstance, right? And yours wasn't a good one. Yeah, mine and and. Uh, a thousand yeah. others like that's the, that's the and thing Goss that was. Is, yeah and Goss yeah. was and so that's that's it and that's why it's annoying these quarterback conversations like this guy's good this guy's not is Josh Allen is he any worse than Patrick Mahomes or has Josh Allen not had an elite coach I mean I, I guess you got to say Patrick Mahomes obviously is better because of the results but I think some of that is support that's that support element and with the support comes confidence wow look, look at me that's very I Therapist. Wow. I'm a therapist. Like that, that's, I know. I was like going to say, like, that's really the first time I've had that, like, laid out in that form where it's like, you know, when I ask the question, so what's the difference? And you're like, well, it's a coach. Here. Yeah. Here's oh. what it is. Well, I just, I think 95% of quarterbacks fall into that category where it's really going to be about what's around it. Like Alex Smith, another example that comes to mind, you know, all these different offensive coordinators for seven or eight years. And then all of a sudden he stabilizes. Why? Andy Reid. Right. And that was the number one pick. I mean, the guy had it. It just his circumstance and his support wasn't there. 
And I just, and you had that. And I think most guys do that. Now there are, there are a handful of guys that are just special and maybe Patrick Mahomes is one of those. Um, and he is the Patrick Mahomes that we know if he is, you know, if he's been in Carolina the whole time, I don't know. doesn't seem like it to me, but, um, it's just a lot more complicated than the quarterback debates that we like to have. So, and I'm as guilty as anybody being a sports talk nerd. So we need to be better about that. That's why we have you. I'm going to be spinning. I'm going to be like, I'm like the little gerbil up in the brain is going to be running around all evening now. I have one more question. Okay. Uh, um, go. And this is, this pertains to something we're talking about. Okay. So Tom Brady, like there are certain guys that when their team needs to drive down and get the game winning or game tying score, they get it. Like you said, it's just, they just do it. Brady Mahomes. Okay. Take us inside a game winning drive. You played the position. Is it, is it different? The game winning drive? Is it, are there other considerations? In other words, turnovers? Are you thinking about that? Are you letting it rip? Is it, is is it so many reps in practice that you just have to replicate what you've practiced? Like what, what is it like to administer a game winning drive or try? I think the first thing that that you experience is this really interesting juxtaposition of what is happening on the outside, right? So let's say you're on the road and there's 75,000 people literally just screaming at you, like trying to make it so you can't hear anything. But internally, you have to be calm, Mm -hmm. focused, right? So there's this really interesting inside-outside feeling that starts with. And in the moments when you could capture it, like it's just this confidence is just, is, is a, it's too bland of a word. There's, there's, there's a, you feel like you can just harness all that energy. You feel like in the moments when you need it, you can, you can channel it. And you feel like in the moments when you don't need it, you can block it out. You're thinking clearly you're, you, yeah, there are times when, when you have to, when you say to yourself, I gotta, I gotta try and force this one. I gotta try and put it in a tight window and I know exactly where it is. But at the same time, you, you say, if I do miss this, I know exactly where I'm going to miss it. Mm. Right. It's, it's knowing a lot of times what happens is the defense will start saying, I just don't, don't give up the big play. Don't give up the big play. Right. Right. So you can take it and you can take it and you can take the quick out and you can take the slant and you can take, right. And you get a rhythm and now you got rhythm and now you got energy and now you got confidence and now you're rolling and now you got them in their heels and you take a shot. Like there's, it's, it's really one of the coolest feelings in all of sports, right? Whether it's the, the game winning shot, you know, that last second, that last second ball, that you throw and you know, it's the mic drop, like, thanks so much. And I'm out. Like I've told you before, I remember, I clearly remember 750 left Tom 757 throwback. Marshawn Tucker was the split on, on the right side. And he ran a post corner route to the East end zone at Otson. You know, call it a 30-yard line. 
going in and I hit him for the touchdown with a couple seconds left and I stood there and I don't know why, but I just did a 360 and I turned around and I looked at Optin and I was like, man, this is freaking cool. <laughs> and I've just got that snapshot in my mind. So, there are very few feelings like it. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. So, okay. That's interesting. So now what you're saying is that guys like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, they do have a little something that they can harness, right? That maybe it's mental. It's more mental than physical, but it's it's they can calm themselves in those in those moments. Whereas maybe a Baker Mayfield can't, or Baker Mayfield just isn't very good. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Well, good topic. Good conversation. I love it. Man. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Thank now, you. Like I said, I'm going to be thinking like. Yeah. Would things have been different if if I'd ended up with Dick Vermeil? Dick Vermeil, I think they would. They had a great offense. Those are my so so. Let's see who are my options. My options coming out yeah, who of the draft been? were Marty Mornerweg in Detroit. Yeah. Um, I think Cincinnati was still. Um, oh, for crying out loud! What year? It was Chad Johnson, uh, for crying out loud, Chad and TJ and um, Marvin, Marvin Lewis. Um, That could have been a good one. Marvin Lewis could have been a good one. Buffalo. I can't remember who was in Buffalo. Was this Um, 2002? Washington. Washington was Steve Spurrier and Kansas City was Dick Vermeule. Those were the coaches. Spurrier, Washington. That didn't last long. No. Vermeule would have been great. And yeah, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about Hall of Famer Joey Harrington, right? Ooh, man. <laughs> yeah, but I had to live the rest of my life in Cincinnati, and I don't know that anybody <laughs> wants that. <laughs> That's true. All right, have a good one. We love you. Thank you. See you, buddy. All All right. I love you, too. That's Joey Harrington, courtesy of Mods PDX. The future of building is here. The club is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.